You're listening to Off to Market with Scott Farley and Hamish Chadwick. I'm Hamish. And I'm Scott. And today, Hamish is going to lead you through some priorities for marketing for startups and inventors to give you an indication of where you should be putting your energy, how you should be running your project, and what you should be starting and finishing with. Mm. Take it away, Hamish. No, thanks, Scott. No, I think uh, and that's a that's an interesting keyword. I think that really is the crux of this episode is is energy because when we're talking about marketing for a new product, or an idea, an invention, there's often limited, you know, physical and mental energy for people that are close to the product. So not for people like us, essentially. I mean, we're we're helping people along the way, but often we will. Cut, I mean, I've seen it before. You know, you get people that have often been working on something for years potentially before they come to us and. There's a lot going on, there's a lot to think about, there's a lot of financial stress sometimes, there's a lot of time constraints, there's, there's family, families that they've got to support at the same time as doing these things. So I had a little bit of a think about what some of the priorities should be, or at least you should think about. Uh, and if you've got a pen and paper, I'd probably write these words down because this is, you'll have to sort out in, an, in some sort of order, and this is often obviously what I will help clients with is to prioritise and I think the, the, the key things to think about with marketing, if you're a startup uh, or an inventor or an entrepreneur, is there's time, there's reach, there's message, there's your offer, and there's money. Now, those are the key ingredients to get yourself going in terms of getting a marketing message out there, getting a, a structure around how you're going to promote what it is you're doing. There's, you know, the, like we were talking about before, just with podcasting uh, a couple of episodes ago, you know, there's, that's, that's one platform you could use to promote. I mean, it'd be a bit slow if you've got a product that you need to get out there and sell quickly. But if we just start from the top, now with time, time is a an in, is not an infinite resource. There's only 24 hours a day, you're not going to be up for 24 hours a day. When it comes to prioritizing time for marketing, that's when you would, uh, you know, because you're going to have to spend time thinking about how you're going to, if you're doing, if you're doing marketing yourself, so if we're going back many episodes, we're talking about whether you're going to license a product or take on the task of marketing it yourself. If you take on the task of marketing it yourself, time will be a huge factor because you'll need time to produce content or time to work with people who are producing content. Uh, it's and incredibly then, easy to underestimate what's involved there. Yes. I've been caught with that, you know, with my, my own in-house projects. You think the marketing is going to be a smaller part of it than, than development, it's not. It's, it's actually a much larger part of it. Well, it's also the... Ongoing. Yeah, and there's the time to get a sale. That's the thing too, is if you're taking on the task of marketing yourself, well then potentially the time involved in getting your first sale will be longer. So if you're licensing a product to a company, a multinational, uh, that has the resources and the reach, which we'll get onto a bit, bit later, uh, that could speed things up. So that's a consideration, is how much time do you actually have? Because if you've invested a lot of money and a lot of time already, uh, if, if you're getting to the pointy end, uh, you want to be able to make sales as, as quickly as possible. So you have to take that into consideration with your planning, is, is how much time you have and how much time you have left to devote. Uh, in terms of reach, that's another critical aspect. Just going about time, yep. obviously if you haven't got enough time, then in your situation, like in that situation, you still have to get the product to market. Mm. Um, are you looking at then employing somebody to fill that gap? Oh, well... I mean, there are people you can employ. Yeah, of course. Uh, who, like yourself. But if that's when we're coming around. to you and say, can you go and market this product for me? You'd do it for me. And there'd be a cost involved. But if I don't have the time to do it, what other choices do I have? Okay. You know, well, this so is... it's still imperative to get the product to market. You've got no other choice. Um, so if you're out of time, and maybe you, have a, you still have your own job, which is quite often the case. You started an entrepreneurial mm. venture on the side of your own job. That really limits your time. 
you know, you've got a family at home, you do have other things, when do you fit it in? You're almost forced to come and see someone like Hamish to oh, well, I'm take not, that load. Yeah, I'm not advocating that that's what people are you know, calling me if they don't think they've got time. I'm just, these are broad concepts that you have to think about yep. as an entrepreneur yep. or an inventor is where is time allocated? Because yep. as I said before, it's, so, it's, so it's not it a bottomless. To, if I don't have the time, well, then what do I, what's my plan B? And okay. Be SEO, people, or whatever. Uh, well, no, it's, it's, it's even broader than that. I think the, the, the relationship between time and money is where it becomes critical. Because if you have money to spend, uh, and not everyone has money to burn on marketing, then time isn't so much a factor. However, Especially if you're starting off and you haven't got any income from the product yet. Well, that's all, no, but you might be working with an investor or you've got someone you can draw funds from. I mean, I mean, it's not uncommon for people to ask family and friends for, for cash. I mean, we're not advocating for that either. It's simply, if you don't have a lot of time, that's, yeah, that, that can become an issue. But that's where, the, sorry, the, we'll go back another step. The last word I mentioned before in that list was money. So if you have money, time isn't as much of a concern because as you've said before, Scott, you can employ someone. But a lot of the case, there's a lot of cases where you, people just simply cannot afford to just no. put someone on because yep. that's, a, that's a huge expense. And yep. uh, in, in that case, you have to then very carefully manage your time because it depends on what sort of scale you want your product to be launched as so, if it's a, if it if it has to go national, global immediately, well then you're going to have to spend a lot of time talking to suppliers. If you've got money to put into that, you can get help. But I think the the concept of the, the what I'm trying to get across here is the fact that money is not you know it, it reduces time. That's that's the thing, but it isn't everything, and it is everything at the same time because you still need money for marketing in terms of product design if you haven't got a brand. There's messaging that you have to get done. So we'll go back again to to reach, and that's where, again, you if you need to manage your time very carefully because we all have to find audiences for whatever it is we're doing. And I think you know, in working with a few entrepreneurs in the last six or twelve months, I've told them you know they've they've come to me and said, look, we've we've put all our money into getting a good message, and it is the marketing platforms are great, but what they now don't have so much of is an audience. So what they've had to do, and I've had to keep telling them there's no silver bullet, you've actually got to go away and you've got to talk to people, you've got to collect reviews, you've got to chase up testimonials. These are not things that people are just going to give to you uh, just on ask them once often because everyone's busy. So if you have a lot of money to spend on that sort of thing, you can generate, you can, sorry, you can pay to get an audience, especially through things like Facebook marketing or leveraging off other people's databases and things like that. But if you don't have a lot of money, uh, you, you will then have to devote more time to chasing up your own audience and getting in front of people and presenting or whatever it is you've got to do. So that's that's a, a, a key thing to think about before you embark on any of these sort of ventures. And then the next thing is message. I think message is a, a critical aspect of these sorts of projects. Uh, I've seen the wrong message drive a product to the wall and I've seen great messages propel products. So, and what I mean by message is you know does it resonate you know is it creating the right emotion uh, especially if it's a new product or an untried product because you know like i've said before you can fall into that exclusivity trap where you've got a product which is so revolutionary uh, it's unique 
that hasn't been seen before really to solve that problem in that way, yeah. that doesn't automatically guarantee you or doesn't give you the right to get an audience, put yeah. it that way. You, you know, I, I think a lot of inventors will get into that mindset, unfortunately, where you know, they're, they're selling something which is obviously everyone's going to want, but they don't quite understand it because they haven't used anything like it before. So again, message is an absolute critical, an absolutely critical element. Yep. And we've spoken about it before. I mean, this is one of your key areas, so you're sort of glossed over it a little bit, but message is, as we've as talked about before, anything from what's written on the packaging to the way it's presented in the box, the way it's delivered, Everything, oh, everything, everything, smell, taste, with the your, way you, with you know, if, you've got, if you have got people working for you, how they behave. The subconscious message of what, yeah. what your product says to someone they receive it in their hand. Mm. Mm. So, so again, that's a, another uh, critical element. The other one is your offer. So when I'm talking about offer, it's the cost value equation, I suppose. It's it, what are you actually selling? And I know that it's very similar to message, but it's how you package it up. So you know whether you put three of a product in a in a package or, or one or six or whether you've got options uh, and what you know different price points. Uh, for instance, you could have different price points for different colours. Mm. That's a very simple thing to do, but that's all part of the offer side of the actual you know the physical packaging of that product. So you have to think about how you're going to offer your product in the marketplace because as as an inventor, uh, you, you'd be looking at one product you've always got this one product in mind however if it's a commoditized type of product or it's a very cheap uh, per unit product people might want to buy 10 at once not just yeah. one but unfortunately I've seen this too often where they just focus the focus is just on selling that one product to many people however you might get say a wholesaler and I think I've spoken about this before in terms of price lists and pricing is someone might want to buy 200 mm. and on sell it to some and on sell it to their own market mm. so you got to be prepared for that so what is your offer yep and this one of those things you can actually ask the ask the market about before you go as long as you haven't got disclosure issues you can go mm. and ask the market you know in a forum you present uh, your product in a message possibly a video or whatever and you might even in the comments below just say how would you how would you like to configure this um, we, we've got a sinker range you know uh, some people like to fish in estuary so they never use the heavy ones um, and they always would, fo would focus on the light ones so you would be silly to put a range of all the sizes in a pack um, because you'd, you'd find that one people would just want the first three sizes not the last two and vice versa for, for saltwater fishing so Sometimes it evolves over time. You should be should be uh, flexible enough to have it have it, uh, a plan in place to change to the market's demands. Or you might put your your idea or your product forward as, as your offer, and the market might come back and say it's off base. So you need to have a bit of flexibility there to, to change that as the market responds. Because it's obviously new. You can only imagine what they want, but in, in the reality, they oh, might want something different. Absolutely, I think it's as long as you're not. It's as long as you're making choices. And again, this comes back to the money side of things is as long as you're not providing too many uh, stumbling blocks or brick walls for yourself at the beginning that you can adapt and you can change so if you're designing uh, packaging if you're designing a brand or if you're designing your offer even you know as part of your messaging as long as you're giving yourself some options down the track as long as you're not you know building a wall around what you're doing yeah. you can quickly adapt to what the market because that's the other interesting thing about new products is the market will always tell you what they want, what yeah, they expect. And you have to listen. And you That's have to listen. Thing. If you, you don't listen, listen yep. you will fail eventually. I mean, the other thing is also, when you're starting up, you have to be careful about how much you offer. Because if you have 10 different ranges of one product, then you've got to buy, you know, if you're buying mass-produced products, you might have to buy, your minimum order might be 5,000 units. If you've got 10, you've got 50,000 units to put on the shelf and mm -hmm. pay for. That can be a real stumbling block. So be very careful about what you offer to start with. 
try and ask the market before we go to to the shelves and um, allow yourself to minimise your, your stock. Well, and that's where you've got to look at, and that's where offer and message is different because if you have, say, 10 different uh, options as part of your offer, well, then potentially there is maybe five different messages um, mm. because there's slightly different audiences, and so there's going to be some slightly different demands, some slightly yeah. different requirements. Even things as small as, I want to offer a red, blue, and, red, and green one. Mm. Well, what does the market really want? What are you going to sell the most of? Because instantly you've got 30,000 products on, on the shelf rather than 10,000 products on the shelf. Mm. And when you're starting up, sometimes it's best just to offer one colour to start with and mm. then grow into other colours. And that's right, because and, and all of that, those things we've just spoken about, the, the offer and the message, and if you've got too many offerings, uh, too few messages that don't suit, well then uh, the other side of it is time again. It encroaches on time. You've got to... If you are spending more time marketing different options within your own range, well then that's going to eat into potentially time better spent just marketing one or two options that are going to be much more effective in the long term in terms of creating some sales. So yeah, it's really, so again, time, reach, message, offer and money, you've got to look at uh, what your priorities are and what your limitations are because none of those are uh, infinite resources and there's and there's what it does to you know, I think you've got to manage your own energy levels, and I think if you can write down and get clear on what you've got a lot of and what you don't have a lot of, you can then start to prioritise your your marketing. Yeah, and that's you know obviously something I can work with people on. But you can this is something everyone can can think about them and do this themselves and work out you know where is where where can I best spend the energy to get the result that I want, which is time into sales created uh, and time to market. So yeah, cool. Yeah, so it's it's not about spending money. That's the thing. You know, people get worried. Oh, I don't have any money. Well, it's like, well, that's that's there's a workaround for everything. You know, like money I said can before. actually work against you. Bigger companies that have got old third generation companies can sometimes have legacy products. So they're mm. just building and building on products, and they end up uh, because they have the money, they just keep running these products, which are totally unprofitable. Mm. And so quite often you get bought into a company and have to rationalise what's actually making money anymore and you're ploughing all this energy and time and money into a product which is making no money, mm. you're better off ditching it and focusing on the products that are making money. So it can almost, almost a lifelong thing. Keep priority on your time and your resources, mm. your energy resources um, as you go through because you might find you're chucking resources into a product that you're not making any money on. Yeah, and the other thing too, I mean, like I've said before, I mean, we, we're talking about energy levels and I think as entrepreneurs have to be very careful about you know the 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 toll that it takes physically emotionally um as well as financially that yeah Mm. you've really got to watch the energy levels and just yeah prioritize and make sure that you're getting a return and if if you don't know ask you know Mm. that's the other thing too which we should really mention now you know if you've got any questions feel free to head on over to our facebook page and just leave a comment just ask us a question about anything happy to very happy to answer we'll appreciate that happy to talk about it on you know on, on, on this show so yeah. even yeah. other topics you wanted to speak about we're happy to talk as long as it's within our knowledge base we'll, we'll, we'll delve into it yep Scott's very good at fishing so <laughs> and windsurfing <laughs> and windsurfing actually ask us questions about that <laughs> and ask like, me anything about podcasts I like oh, rum as well God. <laughs> it's been far too much time doing that okay uh, that's uh, yes yeah, so that's, that's, that's nice. quite a yeah, bit that's good thanks thanks Hamish that's been uh, that's been a great great insights on that and uh, obviously really important for a startup and an inventor, mm. and I will, uh, I'll actually, I'll, I'm writing an article on this very subject at the moment, so I will leave that on the Facebook page. So if you head on over there and hit follow, that'll be great, and you'll be able to stay up to date. Very nice.
You've been listening to Off to Market with Scott Farley and Hamish Chadwick.